0: Welcome to Moringa for Life, a show about the moringa tree, the most nutritious plant ever tested. Join your host, Mariko Gifford, as she reflects on working with moringa for over 22 years and explores how we can unlock our holistic well-being through plant intelligence. From the Moringa for Life family, we wish you peace and joy. And now here is your host. Hi, I'm Mariko Gifford. I've been working with this tree for the past 22 years. And in that time, I have learned so much. I have unlearned a lot as well. And this podcast is going to go through all of the stories of the people who have come through my Moringa certification course. In the series, you'll hear me talk about my story, how I came to work with Moringa. I had the first retail product 22 years ago and continued to make products as the years went by. And now Moringa is a worldwide movement. So you'll learn how that all came about. I had the privilege to have met, trained amazing people who have come to me through Moringa and their projects are all over the world in places like Zimbabwe, Sri Lanka, Dominica, even urban settings like North Carolina and San Diego. So many more. This podcast is also for them, to tell their stories, to bring their projects out into the world for people to know about and support, to join in whenever you can, wherever you can. It is a goal of ours to have Moringa growing in every place on the planet and to educate people in order to do that. For you to have food sovereignty, and know that when growing moringa, you are growing a plant that is the has the highest amount of nutrition ever tested. It's a remarkable plant, and it teaches us so many things. It's a taproot tree, can be transplanted into other places, dug up, unearthed, and replanted. It grows by cuttings. It's just incredible as a taproot tree. So we see that this is possible by my continuing to work with this plant and responding to the little messages, uh, whispers, shouting, marching orders sometimes. So some of this conversation is also to help people learn how to reconnect to nature, to quiet the mind and open the heart, and to cultivate this ability that we have had in our ancestry, a very, very close connection to nature. Well, this is the time that nature is reaching out And really needs human beings to pay attention, to take notice, and to respond in the correct way to work together with nature and to not be separated or beyond the natural forces to think that we are outside of that. It's really imperative and important for us to really connect in. I have at many times in my life been a pioneer, not knowing that I was. I just had curiosity that just would not stop and led me to do many interesting things from going to Germany, living there for some years, having an international marketing research and sales company, setting up other countries to have a market in Germany, learning the language. I mean, I went there without knowledge of the language, the culture, just jumped in. Two of my four children were born there, it is a very deep connection I have with that country. But returning from there, I really needed to see how to connect into this country, this world. And so I set about following what I would call the stirring—something unsettled inside of me, something that I knew that though I had this very reputable, you know, education from a small college, small private college, studying with Peter Drucker, and you know, I had all the right credentials. But there was something missing. There was a hollowness there. I decided that I would discover what that was. And so I just started reading books that came into my hands. One of the first ones is called Behaving as if the God in All Life Mattered by Michelle Wright Maul. And it's a story about her going into nature and connecting in and listening in a way that she could really understand some of the demands and interests and and co-creating with nature. And I would try to follow this. I was a good student. I thought, oh, okay, I can do this. And I went out after my children were tucked away. I would be out in the back, always from 10 at night till two in the morning, trying to do that. And I would sit and I would listen, I would think, and my thoughts would wander. And I would just think, well, there was no connection today. So I think I'll do this. And I think I'll do that. And I just started just following these ideas that I thought were my ideas. I do not know how I thought that could be my ideas. I had no experience or training growing food. I just started to follow that and read more and just let myself be guided. It took me on this journey and I homeschooled my children and I remember one day I was talking about our civic responsibility to participate in our communities and he looked at me and he said but mom you're not doing that and I realized true I had not done that even though I was teaching that so that week I went to a local meeting that dealt with keeping this area rural where we were living. And at that meeting, somebody asked if anybody would, from that group would participate in a watershed council. So I volunteered for that, and I went to that meeting, and somebody invited me to go to the Resource Conservation District meeting, which I did. In that month, I got on the two boards One, the local rural community. The other, the Mission Resource Conservation District, which there are three in San Diego County and about 103 in the state of California. I led the Watershed Council. That was an amazing education about dealing with agriculture and the use of water. The education I got from being on the Resource Conservation District Board had all to do with supporting agriculture and farmers and I learned so much from participating in that and that really put me on the the course for working with this plant. I became an organic inspector and I started to work with farmers about soil biology, soil health, and utilizing nature for dealing with pest management and soil uh, management, all of the things that we need for growing anything. And one day on a farm, I realized how hard it was for this particular farmer to do all of the things that I was asking. And I thought, if I could just find one plant to grow that had the most amount of nutrition, it would make all that work worth it. And so I set about researching and researching and looking. One day in a perennial seed catalog, I saw a listing for Moringa and it said, the most nutritious plant on earth. So I uh, I found it. That was it. So I bought the seed and I went home, planted it in my greenhouse. About a month later, and that's about as soon as I could get back to it, I had so much to do with my children and my work. I went and I opened the greenhouse door and found that the moringa had grown up the side, across the top and down the other side. And it was this absolutely stunning, beautiful color of chartreuse green. And the energy of opening that door and standing there was like having a standing ovation. I can't describe it any other way. It was such a powerful feeling and it just struck my heart. And I knew then that I would work with Moringa. I set about doing everything that I was asked to do. Sometimes it was my own idea and I also learned how to quiet my thoughts and to not make something happen that I thought was a good idea. There is a part of like quieting and being patient and waiting and sometimes waiting for the world to change. But in that time, I learned so much and I met so many amazing people. And I realized that this is the time now to bring this information out more into the world. So this podcast will cover the stories of my students, as well as other people who have really touched me on this journey, people whose work I follow and that I use in my certification course. I'll invite soil analysts, you know, people to do like Paul Stamets. I, I use fungi in my work. It's, it's critical for growing Moringa the right way. Louis Schwarzenberg, I mean, the list is endless, really, of people whose work have intersected mine. Michael Pollan, who wrote Botany of Desire, that was when I realized that I was actually being guided by a plant and it was normal and it happened to other people too. And, you know, I didn't even realize it until I read that book. So, you know, The Secret Life of Plants, it's just, there's just so many resources. So we'll also be giving those resources, listing them for people to be able to follow. Another piece of this is also your journey. Why are you here? It was a whisper from Moringa that directed you and you followed it and you found this podcast and you're going to listen. And this is a part of your life and your journey if you choose this mission. You got here in the same way I came to work with Moringa and all of the people whose stories we will tell how they came to work with Moringa. So I invite you to see what your journey is, why you're here, and what part you will play in this with us all. So I really look forward to that and to connect with you and to provide you with resources and connections to other people locally for you. We are in this together, and I'm really excited about that. That is a really important part now. Another reason for this is also for my children. They've been a part of this journey this entire time, each one with their own work, with their own interest. As they were growing up, they would see you know, what I was doing, participate in small ways. And as they got older and more capable, they worked more with me. Now I see that Moringa is providing the foundation, but it's really the foundation of my family. And this is a legacy that I can leave for my children and my children's children and their children for as long as they wish to work with this plant. This is a really important part of my heart right now. This is an heirloom that we are seeding into the future. I see this as a way for all of us to find our life's work, even if it starts out as a job. But somewhere we are going to intersect our life's work together and as a family to see that we can work together and communicate and deal with all of the things that come up in our way and out of our way and you know all the joy of being a family listening to this podcast see what your role is see in what way you would like to join us on this journey it is spectacular miraculous and so important right now for all of us to join in thank you thank you for listening to moringa for life we hope you have deepened your appreciation for this miracle tree If you'd like to learn more about your host and Moringa for Life, please visit our website at moringaforlife.com. Until next time, we wish you peace and joy.